Hello there. Welcome to another life transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwe Tachero. Now, let's go to Nehemiah chapter 1. Ah, it's a beautiful book. I'm enjoying this book, I'm telling you. It's it's just an amazing book. Uh today we are moving a little bit um deeper into the book or into chapter 1 and we're going to read from verse 4 to verse 7. And the Bible says so it was when I heard these words this is Nehemiah that I sat down and wept. Look at the heart of Nehemiah. He has a heart for God's people. He's really moved by their affairs. When he heard what he was told that the survivors were in great distress. You know, the survivors had survived yes, but things were not very good, you know, for them. They had survived the captivity but they were in great distress and not only that um the 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 walls of Jerusalem had been broken down they were in great distress they were being faced with reproach and the walls of Jerusalem had been broken down and this really affected Nehemiah you know that he started weeping he sat down he started weeping and he moaned he cried you know for many days and not only that he fasted can you believe it when he was told that hey jerusalem is in ruins the people that survived are in great distress they are covered in reproach you know the gates have been burned down with fire the man sat down the man cried the man wept and the man started praying and fasting this reveals nehemiah's heart for the people that uh he really loved the people he had the heart of god i mean i i i was just looking at this response and i thought i mean this is exactly the same response that god you know will have given or this is the exact you know response that you know god you know gives when he sees or god demonstrates rather when he sees you know our brokenness our pain our um um our, our suffering that's that's how god you know responds um so nehemiah was actually revealing the heart of god weeping mourning praying and then he fasted he decided i'm not going to eat and remember nehemiah was in a very influential spot you know he was the king's cupbearer so food was not a problem he was testing um i believe he was testing the food before as a cupbearer you are required to test the food before the king dies so that if you know the food has been poisoned you you become the first person to die and you save the king your death saves the king and so he he decided i'm not going to eat i'm going to pray i'm going to fast for my people and i believe that every shepherd here every pastor here that is the heart that you need to have for the people that your heart should be broken when you see people in distress when you see people covered in reproach when you see people you know struggling you know to stay afloat when you see people going through suffering you must have the heart that Nehemiah had for the people there are many leaders who don't have such a heart there are many shepherds who don't have that that kind of a heart 
There are many shepherds in our churches today. They just enjoy the title of being a shepherd, but they don't have a heart for the people. Yeah? I have planted a pastor before, and he didn't have a heart for the people. And that's why he just closed down the church and scattered the sheep. He didn't care where they are going to go. Mm -hmm. I wish he even returned the sheep to me because I'm the one who sent him out, you know. So he just closed the church and scattered the sheep. I mean, he, he, he behaved like Lucifer himself. He behaved like Satan himself, you know, not caring how the sheep is going to be, not caring who is going to feed the sheep, not caring who is going to take care of the sheep. And then he still dares call himself a pastor. You are not a pastor. You are, you are a hireling. You know, you don't have the heart. You don't have the heart of Nehemiah. So it's possible to have the title shepherd, the title pastor, the title reverend, but you don't have the heart for the people. And I want to speak to all the shepherds who are here. If you don't have the heart for the people, your CMG will never grow. If you don't have a heart for the people, your department will never grow. If you don't have a heart for the people, your church will never grow. You must be like Nehemiah. When he heard the state in which the people were in, his heart was broken. He sat down, he started weeping, he started mourning. He fasted, he prayed because he wanted God to do something in the lives of these people. So all the shepherds who are listening to me and you are here, if you are only enjoying the title, if you're only feeling nice that we are calling you a shepherd, we are calling you a leader, you know, you are in charge of a small group of people and you don't have a heart for these people, you don't have a heart for your group. That's why some groups are not growing because shepherds don't have a heart for, you know, those people. That's why the group is not multiplying. Your CMG is not multiplying. It has been five people, two people from three years, four years, five years. You don't have a heart for the people. This year, I pray that every shepherd here, every leader here, every pastor here, you will have a heart for the people because when you have a heart for the people, your CMG will grow. Your department will grow. The church that you are leading will grow. Any group that you are leading, if you have a heart for them, it will definitely grow. So I want to speak to you. Are you a shepherd? Are you a pastor? Are you a leader? You know, begin to have the heart that Nehemiah had. Have a heart you know, that is sold out to the people, sold out to those who are dying out there, sold out to those who don't go to church, sold out to those who just sleep on Sunday and reach out to them and tell them, let's go to church. I am willing, I'm willing to ensure that you board the bus. I'm willing to give you a lift. I'm willing to pray for you until, you know, God delivers you from your great distress and reproach so that you can be free to be able to serve me. So I just thought I should throw that in, you know, to all the CMGs here, CMG leaders, all the leaders who are leading departments, all the shepherds who are here, all the pastors who are here. You need to have the heart that Nehemiah had. If you have that heart, let me tell you, whatever you are leading will grow. Whatever you are leading will flourish. Whatever you are leading will multiply and grow in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? <clears throat> Isn't that powerful? The word of God is something else. Wow. So, uh, because he had a heart for the people, Nehemiah <coughs> decided to pray. And I want us to look at his prayer because his prayer is, 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 is very powerful and we're going to pray his prayer. So, let me just go back to the verse. So, he sat down and wept 
and mourned for many days. And the Bible says, I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, let's look at his prayer. And I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God. Hmm? Look at those words. I prayed, O Lord, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments. Please let your ear be attentive and your ears open, that you may hear the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now, day and night, for the children of Israel, your servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which, ha which we have sinned against you, both my father's house and I have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you, and have not kept the commandments, the statutes there, nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. Now, I want to pick a line here, and just uh, there's so much to unpack from this verse. But let's look at his prayer. Okay. When, when you look at the prayer of Nehemiah, we catch a glimpse of who God is. And there are three words that I want us to look at here, and then we're going to pray. Hallelujah. We can't finish everything today. Uh, we, we're going to pray this. This is powerful. This is powerful. Look at this phrase. Nehemiah said, I prayed, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God. Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God. I'm going to pick just those three words here, and then we're going to pray. Number one, he says, O Lord God of heaven, or Lord God of heaven. So that tells you something, that number one, our God is not earthly. His prayer reveals who God is. Our God is not earthly. Yes, his presence is felt on the earth. His power is felt on the earth, but our God, he is not earthly. Oh, Lord God of heaven, oh, Lord God of heaven, reveals that our God is not earthly. He lives, he moves, he operates here on earth, but he is not earthly. Our God is our heavenly father. Our God is heavenly. Our God is amazing. He is not, he's not, he's not man-made. Our God is not made by earth's finest materials. You know, sometimes I get concerned with some religious, you know, sects or groups which create their God. You know, like you see the Philistines used to have a God that they, they had made. The children of Israel copied the Egyptians because the Egyptians used to make their own gods. So they copied them when they were coming out of Egypt and Moses delayed on the mountain. You know, they decided to behave like the Egyptians. They also, you know, fashioned an image and they called that image our God who has brought us out of Egypt. So I, I, I just wonder how people create, you know, something, the image of something and then say that from today you are our God. And they start bowing before that image. They start worshipping that image. They start bringing sacrifices to that image. And they are so committed to bring sacrifices to that image. And you can see devotion, you know, on their part. You can see how broken they are before an image that they have created with their own hands. But I'm so glad that I'm serving God who is not man-made. I'm glad that I'm serving God who is not earthly. I'm glad I'm serving God that I didn't have to create. I mean, how, how can you ask? the God that you created to help you. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. How can you ask the God that you created, the God that you fashioned with your own hands, using art's finest materials, like gold and silver, you know, and then you bow before that image and tell that image, help me, you know, heal me, 
deliver me. If he can't create himself, then he can't create you. If he can't help himself to be living, to be breathing, to be moving, you have to keep on moving him from one place to another. Then he, 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 he cannot help you. I am so glad that my God is self-existing. I'm so glad that this, the God that I serve, the God that I believe in, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Father, is self-existing, is self-existent. You can't create him. Nobody created him. Nobody built him. Nobody engineered him. Nobody put him together. He is self-existing. And that is the God that we serve. That is the God that you and I serve. And because he's self-existing, I can believe him. I can put my trust in him. I can bring my issues to him because he is not earthly. He's not of earthly descent. He is of heavenly origin. That is our God. And because he's not of earthly descent, nothing that happens here on earth is an impossibility to him. Because he's of heavenly origin, because he's, he lives in eternity, because he is self-existent, existent, existent God. So nothing that exists here on earth you know, no impossibility here on earth, you know, can be able to intimidate our God. He is in unlimited. He is all powerful. He is all, um, all powerful. In other words, that he has all the power and there is no impossibility here on earth that can be able to intimidate um, our God. You see, when you look at Luke chapter 1 verse 34 to verse 37, an angel was sent to Mary to give her a message, and the message was concerning the birth of a Messiah. You know, and the angel told, you know, Mary, she was a virgin, told Mary, look, you have been chosen. You have been highly favored and chosen by God. And God wants to use you as a vessel to carry Jesus. You know, you're going to conceive. You're going to bear a child. You're going to bear a very special savior, you know, a Messiah who is going to save the world in your womb. You're going to conceive the Holy Ghost will overshadow you. She, you know, she asked, how can this be? The and the angel told her the Holy Spirit is going, to, is going to overshadow you and the power from on high will rest upon you. And you will conceive and bring forth, you know, a child. And you shall name him Jesus because he's going to save the world from, you know, their sins. And, 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 and Mary was very shocked at this message. And she started asking this angel, how will this happen? You know, I don't have a man. I am not married. Because she, she knows that for you to conceive, you know, you need a man. For you to conceive, you need um, the seed of a man in your womb. And, 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 the, and the angel started talking, you know, to Mary and telling her what's going to happen. When you read Luke chapter 1 verse 34, then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed Elizabeth, your relative, because Elizabeth was also barren. You know, you remember the story of Elizabeth I read for you? I think it was on Tuesday. Uh, now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. It was also a miraculous, you know, conception. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, that is the phrase I'm looking for, verse 37, for with God, nothing will be impossible. You see, he, he is of heavenly origin, you know, and so there is nothing here on earth that is impossible with our God. What looks impossible to us 
because of his origin, because of how, you know, he is self-existing. You know, nobody created him, nobody fashioned him, nobody engineered him, engineered him, nobody did wiring, you know, in God. You know, he's self-existing. You know, he's not just of earthly origin. He's not a man-made God. Let me tell you, nothing that looks impossible to us is impossible to him. Nothing that is, you know, too difficult for us is too difficult for our God. What is impossible to us is very much possible in the sight of our God. So the angel told this woman, look, I know you are concerned. I know that you're worried. I know it goes against logic. I know it goes against your biology. I know it goes against many of the things you have been taught in school. But let me tell you, with God, nothing is or will be impossible. This morning, I want to tell somebody here that with God, nothing is impossible in your life. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're faced with. Maybe you have found yourself in an impossibility. Maybe you're being faced with a situation or a disease or a circumstance that looks impossible in your sight. But I came to tell you this morning that with our God, nothing is impossible. With God, nothing will be impossible. That thing that looks like it's gonna, you know, overwhelm you, it's gonna destroy you, it's gonna destroy your business, it's gonna destroy your finances. It, it looks impossible in your sight, but let me tell you, in the sight of our God, nothing is impossible. There is nothing here on earth that is an impossibility in the sight of God. There is nothing in your life that is an impossibility in the sight of God. There is nothing in your family that is an impossibility before God. There is nothing in your body, in your system, in your bloodstream. There is an impossibility with our God. If he was able to make a woman conceive, you know, without a man, there is nothing that is impossible with our God. He is not earthly. He is not man-made. Nobody made him. Nobody, you know, put him together. Nobody engineered him. Nobody manufactured God himself existing. He existed before time. He existed before the building and the construction of what you see in the world today. He existed before the creation of the world because he lives out of time. He is a great God. I want you to know that there is nothing that is impossible before our God. Any incurable diseases, I want you to know that any incurable disease, he can heal it. Any impossible situation, he can turn it around. Any difficulty in your life, he can turn it around. And maybe you are here and you're being forced by being faced by an impossible situation. Maybe it is a sickness. Maybe it is a financial need. Maybe it is a situation in your body or in your family. Maybe it is a situation in your in your in your in your lineage. But I came to tell you this morning that our God specializes on what is impossible. I, I, I just want to challenge you to believe in him. I just want to challenge you to raise up your faith. I want to challenge you to really believe in God that what is impossible in your sight will be impossible with God. That as you pray, as you call upon his name concerning that 
situation that looks impossible. Maybe it is a situation with your husband or a situation with your wife or a situation that concerns your children or a situation that concerns, you know, a court case that you have and you are looking, it looks like you are losing that court. Let me tell you, drag that thing in the very presence of God because what is impossible in thy sight, it is possible in the sight of God. May God unleash miracles. May God unleash great miracles in your life today in the name of Jesus. May God turn your situation around, that situation that looks impossible. May God turn it around this morning in the name of Jesus. That thing that looks like it, it will never leave you. That thing that looks like you cannot work around it. I pray this morning that may God show up and may God turn that situation around in the name of Jesus. I speak to every impossible situation in your life. I invoke the name of God. I invite God in that situation. I speak to that impossibility in your life right now. You can see it. You can feel it. You, 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 you have prayed about it for many, many years. This morning, I pray that may God step in your situation. May God show up in that situation and may God turn it around in the name of Jesus. Every impossible situation, may you hear the voice of God. May you respond to the name of Jesus. May you respond to the prayer that the children of God are going to raise up to God. May you respond when the name of Jesus is mentioned. May you respond. May you back down. May you surrender. May you give way when the name of Jesus is mentioned in prayer this morning. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. God is going to turn it around. God is going to turn it around. God is going to turn it around in your life, in your family, in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, I want you to shout your loudest amen in your living room right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The second thing that Nehemiah reveals about our God in his prayer, he says, I pray, Lord God of heaven, oh great. The second thing, he mentions the greatness of God. He mentions the greatness of God. Great simply means notably large in size. Our God is a big God. Hallelujah. I wish, I wish, I wish I can make it thunder. I can make this reality thunder in your spirit this morning. Our God is a great God. He's notably large in size. Great also means remarkable in magnitude degree or effectiveness. This is very powerful. Great means remarkable in magnitude. I mean, you cannot quantify our God. He's remarkable in degree. He's remarkable in effectiveness. There is no way you can curtail him. There is no way you can box him. He is a great, great God. Great also means of ability or quality or eminence considered considerably above average. So you can't say that God can only go this far or God can only reach this far. He is great. He is remarkable in magnitude. He is remarkable in degree. He is remarkable in effectiveness. Hallelujah. His ability, his quality, all right, all right. his eminence is considerably above average. He is, he is, he is spectacular. 
I'm telling you, he's, he's, he's amazing. He's notably large in size. You know, sometimes, you know, when, when we go through some circumstances, you know, they look bigger than our God. When you face, you know, some, some situations, they look like they're bigger than God because we are looking at the situation with our limited understanding. You know, we are trying to, you know, we are trying to comprehend what we are going through with our limited understanding, with a finite mind. Our God is infinite, yet when we sometimes, you know, relate with our God, we relate with him with our finite mind. We are, we are, we are, we are limited in a way. Our understanding is limited. And so sometimes we think that our mountain is bigger than our God. We think that our situation is bigger than our God. We think that what we are going through is bigger than our God. But let me tell you, Nehemiah tells us that he is great. All these words reveal the greatness of our God. He is remarkable in magnitude. I love that. He is remarkable in degree. He is remarkable in effectiveness. Hallelujah. He is more effective than medicine. He is more effective than science. He is more effective than technology. He is not. He's more effective than the worldly wisdom. He is more if, uh, e e effective, you know, than than, than money. He is more effective than experience. He is more effective than skill. I'm telling you, our God is great. He is above average. I'm, I'm telling you, he's not below average and he's not average. He's above average. So that means he's excellent. He is a great God. Are you going through a problem this morning that looks like a mountain? Are you going through a challenge this morning that looks like it is bigger than even the God that you serve? Are you going through a situation that has even blocked your view? You can't even see your future. You can't see your destiny and you can't even feel the power and the greatness of our God. I came this morning to remind you the way Nehemiah is reminding us that our God is great. Our God is great. Our God is remarkable in magnitude. Our God is remarkable in degree. Our God is remarkable in effectiveness. His ability, his quality, his power, his greatness is above average. You can't box him. You can't limit him. And your situation cannot describe him. He he is a great God and today is going to do great things in your life in the name of Jesus. Any problem that is intimidating you, I want you to know that there is a God in heaven that is bigger than that problem. Any mountain that is standing in your way that you can't see your future, you can't see your, your destiny, you can't see your way out. I want you to know that our God is great and is able to make a way where there is no way. You, 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 you might be going through a situation that makes you feel small and insignificant. You know, it dwarfs you. But I want you to know that he that is within you, he is a great God. He is a great God. And my prayer is that you may see him. My prayer is that your understanding may be enlightened this morning. That you can be able to know. And you can be able to comprehend. You can be able to see the greatness of our God in your situation. You see, many times we mama, many times we complain, many times we cry like the children of Israel 
because we fail to understand the greatness of our God. We see the severity of our situation. We experience, you know, the, the, the largeness of our situation. And sometimes when we look at our, the largeness of our situation, the bigness of our situation, you know, we lose uh, sight of the fact that our God is remarkable in degree. Our God is remarkable in effectiveness. Our God is remarkable in magnitude. But if you can gain that understanding this morning, if you can see God as he really is, it will dwarf your challenge. It will dwarf your problem. It will dwarf your situation in the name of Jesus. The Bible tells me in Psalms chapter 145, verse 3 to 5, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable one generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty mighty acts i will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works let me tell you his acts are mighty his greatness is unsearchable ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 to 19 the bible says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. May your eyes be opened this morning. May your understanding being be enlightened this morning that you may see what is the exceeding greatness of his power. His power, his greatness, the power of his greatness exceeds, you know, your situation, exceeds, you know, the mountain that you're facing, exceeds the severity of your situation today. May your understanding be enlightened as you pray today. May your understanding be enlightened to grasp the exceeding exceeding greatness of his power towards you, towards us who believe. Are you a believer this morning? Hmm? I'm asking you a question. Are you a believer this morning? Let me tell you, if you're a believer this morning, you need to understand the exceeding greatness of his power. He is bigger than your circumstance. He is bigger than your situation. He is bigger than your failure. He is bigger than your stagnation. He is bigger than your retrogression. He is bigger than the demons that are surrounding you. He is bigger than the challenger that has become a mountain in your life. He is bigger than that situation that looks unresolved in your life today. May God enlighten your understanding that you may be able to see the exceeding greatness of his power. His power will unlock the miraculous in your life. His power will unlock an answer in your life. His power will dwarf every mountain in your life. His power will resolve every situation that looks like is a mountain before you. You cannot climb it. You cannot surmount it. He is full of power. His greatness, his greatness is unsearchable. His greatness is amazing. And today may you experience the greatness of God in the name of Jesus. Number three, we are still looking at the prayer of Nehemiah. He underscores something else. He says, Nehemiah says, I pray, Lord God of heaven, all great and awesome God. The third word here we see here that Nehemiah uses to describe God is that he is awesome. Somebody shout he is awesome. He is 
awesome. That word awesome simply means he is extremely impressive. Ha! He is extremely impressive to an extent where he inspires all. God is impressive and he inspires all in us. He inspires reverence in our hearts. The thought of his wisdom, the thought of his strength, the thought of his power inspires all in us. When you see what he does, when he sees what he has accomplished in your, in your life, when you're able to gain an understanding of what he is capable of doing in your life, let me tell you, it causes you to stand in awe of him. Look at Mark chapter 1 verse 21 to 28. It's a long one, but I'm just going to read it quickly because we have to pray. Then they went into Capernaum and immediately on the Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and taught, who is this? This is Jesus. And they were astonished, astonished at his teaching. Even when he taught, it inspired all. They were astonished for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Now there was a man in their synagogue with an unclean spirit and he cried out saying, let us alone. The demon started manifesting because of the presence of Jesus, you know, because of what Jesus was carrying. He was carrying power. Hallelujah. And the demons got uncomfortable by his presence. Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him saying, be quiet and come out of him. And when the clean spirit had convulsed him and cried out with a loud voice he came out of him then they were all amazed look at these people who were in this meeting after they saw what jesus did they stood in awe because he's an awesome god they were all amazed so that they questioned among themselves saying what is this what new doctrine is this for with authority he commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him and immediately his fame spread throughout all the region around galilee because jesus did something they had never seen before it inspired all in their lives they were amazed they were able to see the awesomeness of god may god perform something in your life that will make people stand in awe of him may god activate his awesomeness in your life that will make your colleagues your friends your family members stand in awe of him may they be amazed at the power of God flowing through your life. May they be amazed by, by the grace that is operating in your life. May God perform such a miracle, such an amazing miracle that will leave many, you know, surprised and amazed at the workings of God in your life. These people asked, what is this? What new doctrine is this? What is this new thing? What kind of teaching is this? May people also say that about you. What is this about her life? What is this new thing that has happened in her life? What is this new power that we see flowing in your life or in his life? What is this new thing? What is this new experience? May they stand in awe of God. May they be amazed by the grace and the power of God that flows, that will flow out of your life in the name of Jesus. May God do something in your life, a prophesy that will shock your friends. May God do something in your life that will amaze your colleagues. May God perform wonders in your life that will surprise your neighbors in the name of Jesus. May you leave your house, oh yes, in a certain way, but may you come back in a different way in the name of Jesus. May you leave your house, you know, the way you live and people think you will come back the same way and may you come back in style. May you come back 
having 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 gone to another dimension another level in your life in the name of jesus may you live with a white car and may you come back with a red car in the name of jesus may you live as a tenant and may you come back as a landlord in the name of jesus may god do something <coughs> something spectacular that will make you People stand in awe of God. Matthew chapter 12, verse 22, another story. Then they then, then, then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him, so that the blind and the mute man both spoke and saw, and all the multitudes were amazed, and they said, Could this be the Son of God? May that be an experience of someone here in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May God perform wonders. May you, may you test the awesomeness of God. May you experience the awesomeness of God. May God do something spectacular in your life. Some of you tonight I prophesy, today I prophesy, by the time you come back to your house, may God... May God, may God do something. May God do something spectacular in your life. By the time you come back to your house, you will testify of how awesome God is in your life in the name of Jesus. May people testify of how awesome God is in the name of Jesus. May God perform wonders. May God perform a wonder in your life today that will make people see the awesomeness of God, the awesomeness of his power, the awesomeness of his grace, the awesomeness of his anointing upon your life today in the name of Jesus. I don't know who I'm prophesying to. I don't know who I'm speaking to. But if you can believe in what I'm saying, you will see the manifestation of my words in your life today in the name of Jesus. Today I prophesy, may somebody May somebody testify because of the awesomeness of God in their lives in the name of Jesus. Before the day is over, in the next eight hours, before you go to sleep, may God allow you to test his wholesomeness in the name of Jesus. May God allow you, may God usher you in his awesomeness in the name of Jesus. May God perform a wonder. May God perform a miracle that will leave you in awe of him and it will leave your colleagues and your friends in awe of him in the name of Jesus. May they be amazed. May they be flabbergasted. May they be surprised. May they, may they look at you with their mouth wide open and their eyes opened in utter shock because of the awesomeness of God in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I declare that this is a miracle Thursday for someone who can dare believe. This is a this is a Thursday of awesomeness to someone who dares believe today in the name of Jesus. May you testify of the awesomeness of God before the end of day in Jesus' name. Ah, we have to pray. We have to pray. We have to pray. I want you to take a place of prayer right where you are because we want to pray right now in the name of Jesus. The first thing that I want you to pray that you'll be like Nehemiah. You will have a heart for the people in the name of Jesus. If you are a leader here, if you are a pastor here, if you are a CMG leader here, whatever leader you are, 
in whichever capacity you operate in. I want you to pray that you will have a heart for the people like Nehemiah. In the name of Jesus, you will not quit on people. You will not give up on people. You will, you will be sold out to the people. You have the heart of Nehemiah. In the name of Jesus, raise your voice right now and pray. If you're not a leader, I want you to pray for your leader. Pray for your pastors. Pray for, 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 for your shepherd this morning that they will have the heart of a leader, the heart of Nehemiah. Maya, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, this morning, I pray that as a pastor, as a leader of a ministry, give me the heart that Nehemiah had for the people. Oh, how he carried the people, how he had a burden for the people, how he had a concern for the people. In the name of Jesus, I pray, oh God, that I will have that heart. I pray, oh God, that I'll have the burden that Nehemiah had for the people and I'll be given to them in prayer to pray for them, to pray that God, you may come through for them, to pray that God, you may help them in their problems that I may be concerned that I may be concerned with the sheep I may be concerned yes with their welfare in the name of Jesus I pray Jehovah God for my shepherds I pray Jehovah God for my pastors I pray Jehovah God for the leaders oh yes that you have appointed to oversee the sheep to oversee the people I pray for the shepherds that you have raised in COT in the name of Jesus that they will have the heart that Nehemiah had for the people in the name of Jesus they will be sold out to the people they will be given to the people oh yes they will fast and pray for the people in the name of Jesus they will be concerned for the people father I pray that we shall not just have titles without function we shall not just have titles and and and, and, and walk around with our noses up in the air because of our titles but father we shall have the heart of Nehemiah head and this is a heart for the people in the name of Jesus as, as Saul's heart was changed, I pray that may you change the heart of the hearts of many shepherds here, the hearts of many pastors here, the hearts of many leaders here in the name of Jesus. Some of them, Lord, they have not been very concerned with people, but I pray that you change their hearts. I pray that you transform their hearts. I pray that you lay the burden in their hearts for the people, for the people that they lead, for the people that they preside over, for the churches that they are leading in the name of Jesus they will be concerned they will pray for the people they will counsel the people they will give the people the right counsel or they will support the people they will encourage the people they will stand with the people in the name of Jesus they will not leave the sheep to wander they will not leave the sheep without pasture in the name of Jesus they will be there for the sheep they will pray for the sheep they will support the sheep they will fast for the sheep they will strengthen than the sheep in the name of Jesus. Give us this heart that Nehemiah had in the name of Jesus. The second prayer point that I want you to pray. I hope you're praying. I want you to pray for any impossible situation in your life. I know maybe some of you are here and you're facing an impossible situation. I want you to lift it up to God today. God, God, God lives in eternity. God does not live in time. He lives in eternity. God is able. He is not man-made. He is able to resolve every impossible situation in your life even this morning. 
with God, nothing will be impossible. Raise up that impossible situation. I don't know what it is. It can be a disease. It can be a sickness. It can be a chronic disease. Oh yes, whatever it is. It can be a situation that you have even given up on. But I want you to lift it up to God today and believe God to turn it around in the name of Jesus. Whatever is impossible, lift it up right now. Maybe it is a court case. Maybe it is a situation with your family. Maybe it is the salvation of your husband. The more you pray, the more he's drunk, the more he's abusive. Nothing will be impossible with our God. Take this time right now and raise that impossible situation in the sight of God right now and pray and ask him to intervene in the name of Jesus. Everybody raise your voice right now and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift every impossible situation. I agree with your people. I agree with your children. I agree with your sons and your daughters as they raise their voices and lift that impossible situation in your sight today. I pray, O oh Lord, that may you remember them. I pray, O oh God, that may you turn it around this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray, Jehovah God, that may you unleash a miracle in their lives today to turn around that impossible situation in their lives, in their family, in their bodies, in their bloodstream, in their, in their, in their, in their, in their vital organs right now in the name of Jesus. Stretch your hand, oh God, and touch that impossible situation and turn it around in the name of Jesus. Stretch your hand, Lord, and resolve that impossible situation in their lives right now in the name of Jesus. Send your healing power to heal that incurable disease in their lives this morning in the name of Jesus. Release the exceeding greatness of your power in their lives to, to solve that impossible situation right now in their lives in the name of Jesus whatever is impossible whatever is hard whatever is difficult today oh Lord we come in your presence we show up in your presence we lift up that need we lift up that situation we lift up that circumstance oh yes oh before you oh God and we ask oh God turn it around oh Lord turn it around oh Lord turn it around in their lives in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up that impossible situation. Lift it up right now. It might be financial. It might be emotional. It might be psychological. Lift it up to God right now. His power is here. His greatness is here. His glory is here. His spirit is here. Lift it up right now. In the name of Jesus, He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can think or even imagine. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, Father, as your children are praying, I pray that may you step in their impossible situation right now and unleash that miracle in the name of Jesus. Step into that situation, Jehovah God. Oh yes, in the name of Jesus, in their lives right now and release the miracle, release the breakthrough. Show them, oh yes, 
Show them, O oh God. Show them, O oh God. Show them, O oh God, your glory and your power. Show them, O oh God, the miraculous this morning. In the name of Jesus, what is impossible with man is possible with you, O oh God. Oh, yes. What is impossible with, with, with man is possible with you, Jehovah God. What is difficult in the eyes of man is possible with you, O oh God. Father, turn that situation in that house around in the name of Jesus. Turn that situation in that marriage around in the name of Jesus. Turn around that situation with their children in the name of Jesus. Father, step into that mess. Step into that situation. Unleash your power. I want you to pray that God may unleash his greatness. God may unleash his greatness. God may unleash his power. The greatness of his power in your life this morning. In the name of Jesus, that chronic disease, I declare, may the greatness of God's power touch you in the name of Jesus. That impossible situation in your business, in your career, I pray that the greatness of God's power may show up right now in the name of Jesus. That thing you have prayed about, cried about, fasted about, given concerning uh, concerning that situation. You have even sowed seed concerning that situation and it has not been moving. Today I declare by the exceeding power, the exceeding greatness of the power of God, may that situation turn around in the name of Jesus. That which has caused you sleepless nights, that which has caused you to pray and to cry before God. Tears have rolled down your cheeks for many years praying for that situation. I pray today, may God unleash the greatness of his power in that situation and may it turn around in the name of Jesus. Oh God, turn it around right now. 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 In the name of Jesus, turn it around right now. Turn it around right now. The last prayer that I wanted to pray, hallelujah, I wanted to pray that God will do something that will make people stand in awe of Him. As He's releasing His power, they will stand in awe of Him. They will be amazed because some people had dismissed you. Some people had said that your situation cannot change. A doctor's report had already delivered the verdict that the situation cannot turn around. But today we pray as we lift up our voices to God. May God perform wonders. May God perform a wonder concerning that situation. May God perform a wonder that will leave many people in awe of Him, in awe of His power over your life in the name of Jesus. May God leave them in utter shock. May they see His power. May they see His grace at work in your life to resolve something that they knew will never be resolved. To change something that they knew will never change. Oh yes, to turn around something that they knew will never be changed or transformed in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
May you see the awesomeness of God. May you experience the awesomeness of God. May they see the awesomeness of God in your life this morning. In the name of Jesus, may this Thursday be the Thursday that you will experience the awesomeness of God. That God will perform wonders. That God will surprise you. That God will surprise your family members. That God will surprise your colleagues at the place of work when they see the wonders of God in your life in the name of Jesus oh God we pray for your awesomeness we pray for your wonders to be performed in our lives unlock wonders unlock wonders in our lives today I unlock wonders in your life today I unlock wonders in your family today I speak wonders great things oh yes unnatural things spectacular miracles in your life in your family in your lineage in your house today in the name of Jesus many will stand in awe of God when they see his wonders in your life in the name of Jesus may it happen this Thursday in the next eight hours may you experience the wonders of God in the next eight hours may you experience the awesomeness of God I prophesy over somebody here whose faith believes in this prophecy in the next eight hours may you see the miraculous hand of God at work in your life that will leave you surprised in the name of Jesus in the next eight hours may you see the wonders of God in that impossible situation in your life in the name of Jesus you will stand in awe of him people will stand in awe of him your friends will stand in awe of him your colleagues will stand in awe of him your name will stand in awe of him because of his wonders in your life in the name of Jesus I don't know who this is for but I prophesy that if you can believe it may it become a reality in your life today in the name of Jesus by the end of the day you will testify of the wonders of God upon your life in the name of Jesus somebody shout a big amen father we thank you for your awesomeness we thank you for your grace we thank you, O oh God, for your miraculous power that is at work in our lives. The exceeding greatness of your power towards us who believe. We thank you for the spectacular things that you are going to accomplish today in our lives. From today, oh yes, our lives will be punctuated with wonders. Our lives will be punctuated by the greatness of your power. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father. I bless you, O oh God. I magnify your name, O oh God, may it come to pass. May it come to pass. May you do it. May you perform it against all odds. May you perform it in our lives today against all odds. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory and I give you praise. Open your mouth and give him thanks in advance. Bless his holy name. Thank God for his awesomeness. Thank God for his greatness. Thank God for his for, for the greatness of his power in the name of Jesus. Thank God for the supernatural. Thank God for <coughs> spectacular happenings. Oh yes, in advance in the name of God, in the name of Jesus. Thank God for amazing things that he's going to accomplish in your life. Yes, even today, Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you honor. Father, we thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name we pray and we all shout a big amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. I speak babies. 
I speak babies to every married couple that is struggling to get children. I speak to that wife of yours. May she conceive in the name of Jesus. May she conceive right now in the name of Jesus. I speak children, children, children in her womb in the name of Jesus. As Mary conceived, may you conceive supernatural, miraculously in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And we all shout a big amen. Amen. Wow. Glory to God. This Thursday you will testify. Today you will testify. In the next eight hours, I prophesy, you will testify in the name of Jesus. The miraculous is going to take place in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Do you believe it? Shout a big amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazo Tachero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.